one. Uh, I'm sorry, I lied. I'm number one, two, three, four, and five. Stop wasting your money on marketing schemes and pre-packaging, pushing dreams to the fiends. A dope MC is a dope MC with or without a record deal, all can see. And that's who pay your recipe, son. I'm not the run of the mill, cause for the mill I don't run. Yes, yes, y'all. You don't stop. Listen to Correcting the System on Equal Justice right here on EOTMRadio.com. Again, if you want to join us tonight, please call in at 718-664-6543. I have a special guest on the line tonight. Um, There's an issue that happened in Toledo, Ohio's at Dillard's uh, Department Store. Um, A young lady named Ms. Devon Files, who's the first lady, her husband is, is a pastor, has a beautiful family. And when I seen a video that was put on my Facebook page, uh, it, it brought up a red flag. I had a chance to view this video and, and see what happened. 
and I could tell you that racism is still alive. So I invited her on the show tonight to explain, um, you know, what happened to her, and also we will give an update on where we at, at where we stand today. So, Mr. Von Files, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, first of all, thank you for um, being a part of the show tonight. Um, you're not a stranger. You know, you are from my hometown. And before we get into the story at hand, give me a little a background about yourself, your family, your, your husband, and then we will get into the story at hand. Just give us a little briefly a background about your family. Well, um, we are uh, a very solidified family here. Um, my husband is the pastor of uh, Morning Star Missionary Baptist Church. And uh, my daughters are actively involved in some positive things within the community. One um, um, performs with a ballet team called Positive Force, and then the other one is very active in poetry writing. And as for myself, I enjoy doing extracurricular activities as designing floral designs and uh, working with uh, youth and young adults. Okay. Um... Now, let's take us back uh, when you was just getting, uh, you and your daughter were shopping at Dillard's and you wanted to get a Father's Day um, gift, of course, um, for your husband, um, who I know him as a great man. So take us to that day, what happened uh, at Dillard's. Um, again, I again I want everyone to really pay attention to this. This story is not being made up because I can tell you from Toledo, Ohio, over the years, which was considered the old Franklin Park there's a lot has been going on, especially how they've been treating uh, minorities at this particular mall. So this is 2014. So take us back on what happened to that day when you're just going to get a, a, a just a gift for, you know, a, a Father's Day gift for your husband. Okay. Um, we went to uh, the Westfield Mall, which is formerly named Franklin Park Mall, in pursuit of purchase day gifts uh, for my husband. My daughter was with me at the time, and we went browsing within Dillard's on the first floor, and we were dialoguing to see which direction to go as far as a present to give to him. We went to different areas, the cologne area, the clothing area, suggestion of, you know, jewelry. Then I said, nope, nope, don't, we're not going to get that, you know. And so um, we kept, you know, browsing, and then, of course, being a lady, I looked in the, you know, the woman's apartment, and I saw an outfit that I had uh, I would have liked to purchase. I was like, I'm going to leave it there. I'll be back for that. And I was talking to my daughter. We went upstairs, and I'm on the second floor of Dillard. And getting off the um, elevator, I went to, like, the home area of the department store, and I've seen a product that I call a George Foreman lookalike because I don't know what the formal name of it is. And um, I told her, I was like, oh, let's get that. Just hold on to that. So she was holding on to the package. And as we proceeded on um, to continue to browse, a sales associate came to us and asked us if she could help us with anything. And then she went on to make some suggestions, and then I told her thank you. Um, And then we continued to proceed on. Then another associate came along, and her tone, her mannerism was sort of kind of, not hospitable when she had inquired about taking my package to put it up at the counter for me, and I politely told her, no, thank you. So we continued on 
and our dad was to still browse around. And as we went on, she spoke across a long distance away from us, stating that they closed at 9 o'clock. We did not even inquire about the time because it was around the 6 p.m. hour when we were there within the department. Now, you're saying that at 6 p.m., she started saying that they closed at 9 p.m. that early while you was during the conversation? We weren't, we weren't even conversing with her at the time. We were proceeding on after her encounter with me to ask me for the package. She could take it up to the counter. And I told her, no, thank you. And after that, we proceeded on to move forward in our endeavors to look for an item to make sure that the selection we make, we was going to be happy with it. Still holding on to our look-like George Foreman product in my daughter's hand. And as we went forward, she still sort of kind of was in a pursuit, you want to if I can say, and she had stated out loud while our backs were turned that they closed at 9 o'clock. Okay. That's where I was concerned about because it was only 6 o'clock. They letting you know they closed at 9 o'clock. So, okay, go ahead, Ms. Files, with your story. And so, therefore, you know, I looked at my daughter. My daughter looked at, at me. And then she jokingly, the sales associate, I didn't know her name at the time, she she started sort of kind of chuckling. You you probably thought it was later than what it was. And then I sort of kind of laughed like, no, no, I didn't, <laughs> you know. And so then I knew where this was going, but I didn't want to entertain with this thought. I just wanted to enjoy my time with my daughter shopping for a Father's Day gift. So I continued on, and as I was continuing I saw a police officer coming in the area where we were, um, you know, walking in. And then I found it strange. And so I said to my daughter, I was like, something is up. Something's just not right. I said, how all of a sudden a police officer, you know, came in the area that we were at. And so, um, and so my daughter, you know, just looked at me. And then the sales associate that told us that they closed at 9, spoke across the way to another associate and said, thank you for the warning. Now, I cannot definitely say that that comment or the police officer was there for myself or my daughter. I cannot stand on ground, solid ground, saying that that was the case. But Mm -hmm. as time proceeded on, we went looking again, you know, just to look through stuff to make sure that I'm getting the item that I want to get for him, and he's going to be happy, and we're happy that we had gave it to him. And so then finally I resolved it in myself um, that this is what we were going to purchase for him, the George Foreman lookalike thing, which was still in our hand, um, my daughter's hand, I should say. Right. And so the sales associate was at the register, approached her, not with no type of attitude, even though I I know something was up, I still respectfully went to her and Mm -hmm. asked her if I could just go ahead and take this item with me downstairs because there was something that I want to purchase downstairs, and I just wanted to make one transaction. And then she, in return, stated that they were trying to implement, whereas they wanted the people to purchase their item in whatever department they got their item from. And I told her I understood that, but I just want to make one transaction. And then that's when she went off. She was, like, feeling her hands. You know how you do your hand gesture and, and your, your whole facial expression, like, I don't know why you want one transaction. It's just like, uh, And then she walked away in frustration. And I looked at her. It shocked me. My daughter looked. And so her attitude then confirmed what I was feeling from the jump start of her first approach to me. So what I did was 
I started approaching her. Uh, the cell was posted. My daughter said, Mama. And so I kept walking, and I asked her, I said, excuse me, what is your name? And so she turned around and looked at me, and she strolled her finger across her badge and said, my name is Alice, Alice. And I was yeah. like, okay. And then I explained to her I did not appreciate her approach. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, just because I'm a certain skin color, that does not mean that every one of us coming to your store, you know, um, to do, and then she's like, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but we didn't have a problem with shoplifters, and then it's like, hey, hey, I'm not a shoplifter. So, and, yeah. So when she said that, um, and again, your daughter's uh, during this experience, how has she, how, how did your daughter react when she made that comment right there? She looked at me, and it was like, did she really just say this? And she made, uh, I asked my daughter to make a statement, so I'm going to try to read it, what she stated. She said, um, her my daughter, the whole conversation was very uncalled for. My mother and I weren't doing anything but looking for a Father's Day gift. Our intentions for going to dealers were to find a nice gift, purchase it, Mm -hmm. and leave. I feel that just because we are a certain skin color does not mean that we cannot buy anything from a high-class store. Alice didn't have to approach us in the manner that she did. Okay. Um, you know, it, it seems that um, when I had a chance to look at the video myself, I'm not surprised what's going on in America because when you have a, a black president of the United States has been the most disrespected president ever in a seat of, of D.C., it's just coming down the, the chain of command. And, again, man, you both know, um, as far as that, there's been a major problem with Dillard's. Uh, actually, at that Franklin Park Mall, and during our research, um, Dillard's has been uh, have been having problems all over the country with dealing with, uh, with issues. I think there's a lawsuit currently going on uh, in New York as we speak. So I'm just not surprised what's going on, you know. So uh, we just want to uh, make sure that uh, us as an organization uh, will seek justice for you and your family. One thing I like about you, you're humble, you know, and, and, and all you want was a uh, apology. So kind of move forward to um, through the story. Uh, I my understanding that you um, contacted the, the, I guess, the local manager, the store manager, requesting, uh, I think you called up there requesting to talk to him, and then uh, I guess you, you and your husband and your daughter went up to the store. So kind of give us the the input on how the conversation went with the uh, manager once you was very, very upset what happened to you? Um, well, he was to call me. I left my number with uh, when I went to the customer service desk to file my concern with her on that day. Um, I left my phone number with Sandy, which was the customer service at the time, and that is whom I had the recording with. And, um, and even she was concerned about, were we recording her or not? She's like, are you recording this? And my daughter said yes, and I said yes. Cause, and then I explained to her I did not appreciate what has happened. So, therefore, um, she gave the number and the message to the manager, which uh, was David Stockwell, the local manager of um, Diller. He called me on the 13th, which was the following day at 9.51 a.m. The call did not last until a minute and 15 seconds. And um, and reason being because when he asked to confirm if this was um, 
the message that I was that he was supposed to contact me. I told him yes, and then I asked him if he could please hold uh, while I connected a witness or representative on my behalf. And then his whole demeanor went from like he was irritated by that request, um, and he blatantly told me he was not going to talk to me unless it was one-on-one. And so, therefore, I said, well, I guess you will see me then. We did not have a definite state, set date, time when he was going to meet with me, but I informed my husband that day. Once my husband got off work, we went up there, my family and I went up there that day to speak with Mr. David Stockwell. And, that, that, and that's one thing I applaud you. You and your family was very proactive about the situation at hand. You didn't just, just take anything. You decided to, to go further to see because you wanted answers. So uh, I'm glad that you did that. And I think our community need to do that all over. No, don't just take – just don't just sit back and take things because that's what they expect. So I just want to say that comment. So go ahead with go through with your story. Okay. Um, and so – um, in the conversation with Mr. Stockwell, um, he um, first he acted as if he was sort of kind of dumbfounded to the whole situation of racial profiling. He could not understand, even after reading the letter that I submitted to him face-to-face, mm-hmm. how was that racial profiling mm-hmm. when it was broken down. And I submitted the letter to you as well where it was mm-hmm. pretty much broken down why it was racial profiling. Now, and you made a comment to me earlier. I'm sorry, Ms. Files, that there is another okay. worker who wants to be anonymous. I know yes. she don't want her name to be said, but is it true that she told you that this lady is known to do that to people when they come into the stores? They're only African-Americans, or we don't know that, but is it true that she treats people like that when people come into the store? Um, it's true that she made the statement that she said she is not surprised. She said she is surprised that Alice is still working there. Yeah. Okay, so we can kind of take that on which way uh, to take that. Okay, go ahead. I'm... Oh, okay. Um, kind of think where. And so, therefore, you know, as we were conversing back and forth, my husband he proceeded on to speak first because I was, you know, I had to get my composure together. When he right. asked about how did I see that being racial profiling, then I was able to chime in a little bit later on to express myself in regards on my behalf why I felt this way. And I had told him even before he asked me, the only thing I wanted was a verbal and a written apology. Mm-hmm. And then through our conversation, he asked me about two more times, what is it that I wanted to see come out of this whole situation? And both times, as I said before the both times, I told him just a written apology, um, a verbal and a written apology. And before we left out, we all shook hands, Mm -hmm. and he stated that he was going to be sending me a written apology from his heart. Okay. And, um, again, you are listening to Correcting the System on Equal Justice here on EOTM Radio. If you want to be a part of this, this discussion, please call in at 718-664-6543. You are listening to Devon Files, who was racially um, profiled at Dillard's uh, department store in Toledo, Ohio. She's given us a, a story that she experienced. Her, her and her daughter and her husband, who's very um, productive in the community. You know, her husband is a pastor. She's the first lady of the church. 
And, um, again, I, I'm not surprised because of the location because at that particular mall for many years, even in the 80s and 90s, uh, there's been issues at that particular mall. Even in the 80s, my dad led a march to Franklin Park Mall to uh, question as far as how many minorities do you have in upper management as far as supervisor positions. So when I did see the video, I was shocked, but I was not surprised. So this is what's going on in 2014, you all. So um, we need to we need to again be like Miss Files, uh, continue uh, to, to seek answers, and uh, we are doing it as an organization. Uh, we did contact the headquarters out of Little Rock and let them know what happened um, to this family, and we're going to continue uh, continue to move forward. So um, since this happened to you, Miss Files, how are you emotionally? Um, how is the family doing? Uh, I know we've been um, talking to you today. I know sometimes you have your moments, but you see it hit home now. So how are you emotionally right now on what's what's going on with you? And I think after that we're going to go to, um, I think we have Ms. Shana Swearington, who's the vice president um, for New Order, who's going to be our next person to call. And can you kind of experience the emotions that you're going through right now? Um. I went through the emotions of being hurt, frustrated, and anger. Okay. And um, and it has affected me, whereas, you know, it's sort of kind of absorbing my attention because it disturbs me that right. we're right. still right here. It mm-hmm. hasn't gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just feel as if, as a people, we need to come on one one accord to stand together right. against such actions that these type of ill people have. You right. know, um, and it's not all about me, but it's all about the situation. It's not right. right. And that is true because uh, when we went to uh, Addiston, Alabama, me and my vice president, Shana, went to uh, Addiston yesterday, uh, there was a uh, situation when you had KKK flyers throughout the whole city. But during my speech on the steps of the courthouse of Alab in Aniston, I was telling people that we need to get our own stuff together. You know, I'm glad. Now, this might sound crazy. There was an activist saying, I'm glad that KKK did that because it brought people together where, hey, we need to work together and see how we can kind of uh, address this issue in large numbers. There's no one organization can do that. So when I heard your story, again, I was not surprised. It's going on on a daily basis. Just unfortunately, I, I'm sorry that it happened to you and your family, you know, and, and we're going to we're gonna seek justice. This is going to be a long fight, you know, and, and, and we're going to continue to be with you. Let's go to uh, my vice president, I think, Ms. Shana Swinton, who's uh, the vice president of New Order. Shana, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Shana, um, why don't you kind of to explain, you know, we've been doing this for many, many years. You know, we went to Aniston yesterday to address some, some racial profiling, and we got this issue going on with Ms. Files. Uh, what do you feel about what's going on in the year of, of 2014 as far as um, the racial barrier and why we still can't get along as a people? Well, I'm just shaking my head because uh, with this retail profiling that they're doing. They've been doing this for years, and all we do is take it, and now it's time to stop it. We can't take this anymore. This has got to stop. It just doesn't happen to black folks. It happens to Hispanics. 
whenever we go into a beauty supply, you know, they're looking at us and watching us. And it's so stereotypical because a shoplifter, you can't say if they're black, they're white, everybody is capable of shoplifting. So for you to just narrow it down to one race of people or just to minorities makes it very unfair. And we do need to all band together and stand out against this. And all of our um, issues, if we come together, because one person can make a difference, but if you band together with a whole lot of people, you can make more of a difference. And that's what organizations like what I represent in New Order, that's what we're doing. We're coming all together and rallying people up to stand up in your own communities. We can't do right. this just for you. We have to do it for everybody. Right. And that's why I applaud um, as far as I call her the Rosa Parks <laughs> of shopping at Dillard's because she took the stand, you know, and to my understanding, since she took a stand, more people even on Facebook uh, has been saying that uh, they're not going to be shopping there no more. Um, well, they're saying that on Facebook. I'm hoping that they actually, actually do that, but uh, matter of fact, Ms. Files, um, to my understanding, uh, I know you canceled your, your credit card with Dillard's. Uh, my understanding is people are starting to follow you right now because of they heard of your story. Is that correct? You're correct. Definitely. I've even took it upon myself to, you know, copy and paste the information and to print it out just to, you know, read over it and to have it for my own personal uh, records. Mm-hmm. Um, to different ones. One young lady, I won't, I won't say their name. One young lady shared with me that her boyfriend had purchased her a Dunian birth purse from Dillers. This happened, I believe, about a year ago, if I'm correct. And um, and she went shopping another day with her friends, and she was carrying her gift, you know, on her arm. And a sales associate approached her, stating was she going to buy that? Was she, you know, going to purchase the person so that she was trying to tell the associate that it was a gift to her? So mm-hmm. she had to call her boyfriend from wherever he was at to come up with a receipt to prove that she purchased this purse. And um, like I said, just to give an update to the EOTM, this is that this lady that was involved with this has been designed and that we ordered we want to know the about how many minorities uh, have supervisor uh, positions, and we're giving them a, uh, giving them deadlines. So uh, we're, we're going to continue to pray for you, Miss Files. You know, and um, I, I'm just upset. Again, I'm not surprised because us out here in the forefront doing this for many years. We see so much stuff that's going on. I got a call today from Miami, Florida, all the way in Florida, saying that her and her um, boyfriend was just in Walmart, you know, in the line, getting ready to to, um, to, to to check out. And the officer mm-hmm. looked at her boyfriend. He looked back like, and like, what's, you know, like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then, according to her, it got out of hand, and uh, he ended up getting arrested. And she was, she's a special ed teacher, and it just got out of hand. And she said, Mr. Rose, I don't understand. I got everything on tape. You know, I, I lost my job. I have a family. Now, nah, she feels she's a victim. So it's going on all over the country. This was at Walmart, you know. Wow. So stuff is going on out here. But I want to go back to my vice president right quick. Shawna, you still there? 
Yes, I'm still here. Kind of to explain on what we witnessed yesterday, because it kind of ties in on what Ms. Fowler is going through right now, where we went to Anniston, Alabama, where <laughs> the law enforcement people were supposed to show up and stand with us on the courthouse, which, you know, New Order didn't head this up, but I was just very upset because we had a town hall meeting tonight and everybody showed up. So kind of explain in Anniston, Alabama, where the Freedom Bus that was blew up many years ago, we had a chance to visit some history moments. Kind of explain what we witnessed yesterday in the year 2014. And believe me, we're going to go back to Ms. Files. So I want to kind of get back into her, her, her story at hand. Well, yeah, Joe, like you said, um, we didn't head up this press conference in Anniston. Supposedly the community leaders, which included some reverends and some council uh, council members, had talked to the mayor and the police chief, telling them that they were going to have this press conference, and the mayor and the police chief both agreed that they were supportive of this effort because some literature had been put out, some hate literature had been put out all around the county, and they wanted to address that. So they said that they were on board and supportive, but when we came down for the press conference, neither the mayor nor the uh, police chief were in attendance. They conveniently had other engagements that they had to um, come to. It was a very small gathering. It wasn't that many people that came out, even though a whole lot of people supposedly were outraged about um, this hate literature that had been spread all over their county, but not too many people came out. And they talk about unity in their city, where the unity would include, like we do when we do anything in our city, but with new order, is the, the police chiefs are on board with us. If we need to call in the mayor, the mayor would be on board with us. When we speak here in our own community with new order, they show up because they know we're serious. And Aniston, I don't think they take them that seriously. Even when we went to Oxford, um, Mississippi uh, a couple months ago when we called on a town hall meeting because they was just doing roadblocks just in the black community. And uh, I want to give Tracy Scott, our executive secretary, a wonderful job on getting them there at that meeting, and they all showed up, you know. So that's getting results. So, uh, Ms. Files, um, going back to you, you're living in Toledo, Ohio, um, going outside of Dillard's, is there a lot of racism going on uh, in the city of Toledo? Do you, um, as far as, I don't know if you, uh, I know you're kind of in your own small world, but I know that you are a, uh, a soldier as well. Uh, do you see anything else that goes on maybe at that mall that you feel that something is not right? Or just in the city of Toledo, I know Southwick is closed now, but like say you go into a hair sh- uh, hair to get go into a store that these Asian people own, and you know how they can be like looking at you and say like hurt and buy something. So do, does this goes on a lot in Toledo as far as and it's going on everywhere. So what's your input by overall about the city of Toledo about uh, the racism and stuff? Um, I believe you hit a, a nail on the head in regards to the hair supply stores because that just came up in conversation with someone today. Um, okay. how they are quickly, you know, uh, to look at you. They even have, you know how you have your rear view mirrors up there? They have mirrors set up where they can see you in certain parts right. of the store. And they even okay. have pictures of hanging up, you know, those who have, they have problems with. But it's unfortunate, those who are innocent 
of such actions are being grouped together with those that are not innocent, you right. know, and then you run into problems such as myself, you know, you're accusing me of something that somebody else did because you're just looking at my skin color. You don't know me as who I am, you know, right. and right. um, and I was just at Dillard's on the 21st of May, that's how mm-hmm. I got my credit that day with them because right. I was buying a junior Afroball dress for my daughter. And right. um, and I've even the next following day, I made some purchases, and I took the item, you know, upstairs with me to purchase it out of the department that I picked it from. And if it was mm-hmm. a policy, then someone should have stopped me right then and there on that day. Right. So. Now, sh- Shana, I know you're originally from from Oakland, California. Uh, I know that's where the original Black Panthers originated and stuff like that. I know you haven't been home in a while, but I know you made a visit. Uh, Was that about a year ago you went home, Shana? Yes, that was May of 2013. I was home back in Oakland, California. Okay, and I know you took some some new order flyers. Didn't something happen while you was there and you tried to – be that voice temporary that you was there to, you know, if anybody needed any help or whatever, but it was like the community was like, oh, well, it's just a waste of time and all that. Because I know uh, when I look on CNN, I do see how the, the police can be out of hand in California, you know. So um, how is it in Oakland? I know you haven't lit out. I know they did the Occupy Oakland out there. And uh, when you hear things of maybe talk to your family back at home, what, what is do you, do you kind of keep up with the news in, in Oakland as far as the, the racial profile or just – Racism, period. I try my best to keep up with the news, but there's so much going on in Oakland, and the whole climate of Oakland has turned uh, raw. There's no trust of the police in Oakland, and um, the police force really don't try to have town hall meetings like we do out here in Georgia. They don't have the town hall meetings. They don't try to come down to the communities and help out with programs. It's them against us in Oakland. So there's distrust on both sides in Oakland. So if a crime happens in Oakland, sometimes the citizens have to take on their own. And when I was out there a year ago, they were taking matters into their own hands. I don't approve of it, but if that's your only option, I guess that's what you have to do. And so I passed out our flyers and told them there's a different way to handle this. If we got this all contained into a community movement, you could be more effective. But by taking matters into your own hands, sometimes the police will really work against you because you're kind of breaking the law by doing that. Now, I, um, Devon, I, I want to go back to you. I know your your husband is a minister. Now, I want you to be honest with me. True, has any ministers uh, have came since your your husband's ministers are they supporting you on this uh, on this cause to join forces because we do need the 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 the, the, the ministers to come out um, to possible because once this thing breaks, everybody gonna want to come in. So have any ministers reached out to your husband, or do you know of not, as far as the religious community? Um, I have not heard of one. There's exception that has reached out to me. Um, he wants to, you know, be kept updated, and um, his name is uh, Pastor Randall Parker. And, uh, and I'm glad you said him because I can tell you that Randall Parker uh, is, is a great guy. Uh, I tried to start an organization in Toledo, and, and, and he was the first one that, you know, stepped up and tried to lead it. But, of course, frustration came out because it's, for some reason in, in my hometown, you know, uh, there's no voice no more, and he got, you know, frustrated. But I could tell any time that I need him, 
Uh, I could call upon him. He's there. Matter of fact, didn't he run for the school board in Toledo? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, we can count on him. Um, so um, where do we stand now? Uh, I know that uh, we're um, going to continue to um, to put pressure, and uh, I think it's our right to let the public know what's going on. So do you agree with that? Because, again, it's going to happen to somebody else. You know, that's why when you said there's not even asking for no money, not asking for a dime or whatever, you just want the public to know that, hey, this was happened to me, and we feel that, we shouldn't spend no money in dealers no more. Is that how you're feeling right now? Do you think that what happened to you that we need to stop shopping at dealers is the word called boycott? Yes, I really feel that because when we purchase things, when we go there, then we're condoning their actions towards us, you know. And um, I've taken upon myself, as you mentioned earlier, to close my account, and I even post on, um, you know, the, the Facebook you know, if we could come together and make a, a statement, whereas, you know, closing our credit line and actually, you know, submitting our credit cards, you know, cut up our credit cards and throw them in the bag, whatever, you know, just making a, a statement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with our actions. You know what? I had a, well, I wish I was at home because I had a great idea. We could all went up to Dillard's with our credit cards in hand, go inside there, and we all just put the credit cards on the counter and walk out of there. <laughs> we can't take it no more. That's my mentality, you know, again, because we had to let them know that we're serious. I know we're up against a major corporation or whatever, yeah. but I, I'm thinking so many ideas, you know, because I'm going to be in, in Ohio uh, next week in Lima, Ohio, as a guest speaker at a basketball camp, and I know it's going to be itching me because I'm only going to be, what, about an hour from Toledo? Right. <laughs> about an hour and I was thinking about calling you all or whatever, and we'd go up to Dillard's, not to be radical, because I'm not no radical person or whatever, just the ones that say they support you. We'd go up there all with our credit, Dillard credit card, whoever's behind you, and just walk in there, put it on the counter peacefully, and walk out. You know how much news that would bring? Yes. Yes. That would be my strategy. Of course, I'll have y'all to support it or whatever, so... Shana, what you think about that <laughs> that strategy that we could that we could could do? Because again, this is going on. I mean, it's bad out here. It's so much racism going on out here. And then you 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 touch with a a godly woman, a, a woman that's married, has a child, ain't no thug, ain't sagging, ain't like you know, hey shorty, ain't doing none of that. You know, mm-hmm. respecting the law. You know, going to school, coming home, cooking for the family. You know, I'm upset about that. I mean, Sean, how far should we go with this dealer situation? I think we should take it to the extreme measures. They took it to extreme measures by profiling her. We should take it to extreme measures and put dealers on alert. And by putting dealers on alert, we're putting all the other retail stores on alert because they don't want us to come for us. If we come for dealers this hard and don't let up and we make them bow down, then the rest of the stores will follow suit because they don't want this kind of publicity. Dillard's doesn't want bad publicity. They want good publicity. And the other stores would turn suit. And I bet you, by us going after Dillard's as hard as we plan on going, everybody else will fall in the line. We don't have to go after anybody else after this. Right. There's a set of presidents. That's right. And, and like I said, uh, you know, uh, getting involved in these things don't happen overnight. And I wasn't surprised they was going to come back and say that. So it's like playing chess. But you know what? 
we gonna be the kings. We ain't we ain't, we ain't go back down and and every little step that they say we gotta move forward. So we we're playing chess and like I said, I want to give a shout out to to uh, John Drummond, the chief of staff of of staying on top of this, reporting to me uh, and things like that. So Miss Files, we, you know we're not going nowhere. You know how New Order is. Yes. You know, yes. and uh, uh, we with a press release, we'd be going out pretty soon. But if this apology, I mean, we 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 given another deadline. You know, because it makes them actually look bad. You know why? Because the lady resigned, so that means they're guilty of something. What are you hiding? And why does she resign? You know, and things like that. You know, so we're going to continue uh, to move forward uh, on this. So, uh, Ms. Files, what we could do is just uh, we got like 15 minutes into the into our broadcast. Again, you are listening to uh, EOTM Radio. Uh, my name is Gerald Rose. Uh, we're talking to uh, Miss Devon Files out of Toledo, Ohio, when she was racially profiled at Dillard's Department Store. I have my vice president on the line, Miss Shana Swearing, who has been in New Order for like over like three years, who's doing a wonderful job. You know, we're, we're doing the work. You know, so it's all. And I want to again give a shout out to my New Order family from Columbus, of course, Toledo, uh, Oxford, Mississippi, Florence, South Carolina. You know, uh, and here, of course, here in Atlanta, I just want to let them know I love them. They're doing a wonderful job. So um, I, I, I'm just thinking now that, uh, Ms. Files, is that uh, we have a battle on our hands, but you know what? Yeah. We're going to take that giant down because they don't know. They First of all, they mess with a godly woman person, and they don't know who you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and I'm hoping that, when I was talking to your husband the other day, he agreed with me, and I'm hoping that um, some ministers will come out and, and, and support your, your husband as well. And he even admitted, he said, well, Mr. Rose, when this thing do break, everybody, all the can of worms are going to start coming out. But we can't be like that, you know. And, and everybody on Facebook know what happened to you. And I hope they listen to to the show tonight, you know, and, and I think that if we do the right strategy and continue to put God first, uh, we will get justice uh, for you. Uh, and your family. Anything else you'd like to say at this time to Lane? Why you you the next Rosa Parks? You set an example, and you did agree the other day on the phone because you might have people. And I hope I don't offend on one because I know you have a lot of church people. When they just say we pray on it, pray on it, be honest with you, we do have to pray on it. But you got to come outside them walls and pray on it as well and get onto the streets. Do you agree with me? I totally agree. I totally agree. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, action speaks so much louder than only just words because then you have some type of process taking its place in what you're standing against or standing for. Because um, right. some people just cannot comprehend words alone. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Sean, you like to you like to comment on that as well? Well, yes. Um, me being a Christian woman myself. There's only so much that, you know, first I pray over everything before I do it, but then you always got to put action behind that prayer, too. God's going to lead you to it and lead you through it. Fear and faith don't occupy the same space. Right, right. That, that, that is very, very true. Now, let me ask you something, um, Devon and, and Toledo. Um, do you know if they have any kind of town hall meetings or anything that the, the community comes out um, besides Facebook? <laughs> I don't know. 
I have not heard of anything. We were in town. We had a a meeting, and instead, what you just said, you you really don't know, do you? I'm honest. I I don't know. Mm. The last time we had something was when we were trying to get together as a new Mm. order chapter here in Toledo, and um, it was very disheartening to see the lack of support. But the support only came when it was newsworthy to come out. And once that situation faded out, it's just like when um, new new fads come out. Once a new new drastic situation come out, then they come out. But once that fades out, then they fade out of the picture. And it's, it's, it's really sad. You know, it needs to be a lot more consistency in the supporting of one another. It's not about the big you, the little you, the little I, whoever, together as community, standing up for what's right. Talking about Uh-oh. It's sort of kind of fading out. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Remember the case in Toledo about this baby took a great bullet and fly by? Oh, you're breaking up, um, Mr. Rowe. I wouldn't be surprised if my phone happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Matter of fact, you know what, Miss Fox? Let's go ahead and be. We can laugh sometimes. I know we have some stuff, but kind of tell a joke that when people get involved with New Order, everybody phone start acting up. You remember that? Yes, and it's doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I apologize. Uh, you never know. Doing this type of work, it seems that um, when, when people call phones, because my phone has been doing that for a while. You know, actually, it's kind of buzzing now, or whatever. So, but hey, you know, I, like I told the people tonight at this town hall meeting, that I, I plan to continue to do this until the day I die. You know, we can't just sit back and complain about it behind the scenes, watch TV. Oh, that's messed up because people don't get involved unless it hit home. You know, right. but I'm a type of person. You suffer, I suffer. You know, yeah. that's how we need to react. You know, that's one thing I respect about the Hispanics when they want to get out or get into the streets. They're there. And I guarantee you, don't want to use the race car, but I guarantee you if you was a, a, a Caucasian and, and, and there was a, uh, a black associated did that, the white community wouldn't stand it. They demand right. this lady to get fired. Am I telling the truth? Right. You know, I know people hate to hear that, but that's what's going on. But I applaud you what you did. We got about eight minutes into the program, and I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping that, I, that you can hear me. Whatever. Is anything you want to say to the community? Some positive words, uh, not just to Toledo, but you got people listening all over the country on this on this particular show. Is there anything you like to say to the EOTM listeners right now? Um, I just ap- appreciate the opportunity to be able to share going on, and that you have some passionate people that are willing to listen with open ears and heart, and have a willingness to stand up. Okay, VP, you like the same thing on behalf of the organization? Or like like our advisors say, just don't be no dead rock just laying around? Exactly. You've got to get out there. If you see anything in your community, even if you're not part of an organization, you have to speak out and say something. 
You can't just sit dormant and let things happen. That's how the civil rights movement started. Somebody started standing up and saying that this isn't right. We require right. our rights, and that's the only way we're able to do what we do today is because other people stood and marched before us. We've got to right. carry on the torch and pass it down to our youth. Right. Okay. People, we must we must get out and vote because we had the town hall meeting today, and there was a guy that, that was talking about, I didn't know this was going on. This was going on, I guarantee you, in my mind. Have, have you been to a city council meeting before? Because a city councilman got up and spoke, and he's like, well, I never heard this before. I guarantee he ain't been to a city council meeting. So you can't be complaining about it. you got to be there and see what's going on because we're the power, you know, and get people registered to vote. You know what I mean? So it, it gets, like I said, we got our own issues. You know, but I could applaud Ms. Files for standing up against racism, you know, but at the same time, we got to get our own stuff together, community, because, you know, the bad ones made the good ones look bad. Because I could be honest with you, a white person came up to me about a month ago and said, Mr. Rose, I respect what you do and all that, but it's to the point now you're doing it to yourself. And I'm going to be honest with you, I, I didn't uh, uh, agree with him publicly, but honestly, he's really telling the truth. Yeah. You know, we got too much going on, you know, the guns and all this. And, you know, they just passed a law here in Georgia, Ms. Files, where you could take a gun in church. What? A gun? Am I lying, um, um, VP? Nope. In a church, a, in restaurants, school, in bars. Restaurants, a, bars, and all that. Yes, that's happened now. Wow. Do they have a law that in Ohio, Ms. Files? I know that they were discussing about that. Um. Stand your ground. I know there there was a discussion about that. I'm not, and I and I didn't follow it, but that is something that I will be interested in um, looking into. How far do they go, or is it existing here, or not? But I know that there was a discussion about that. You know, across the SB and all those other um, media things. Well, it, it it passed here. The governor passed it here, where. You could take a gun and uh, in the churches, schools, wow. in the bars, in the school. Know. Yes, in the school, the teachers. Now, shout as I, 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 that is correct. The teacher can have guns in the schools. Wow. Yes, it's up to the school district. If they get permission from their school district, it's a law in the books. But yep. for the school district, that the teachers can be armed. Wow. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I guess next, our next next move is we can only enter through the back door now and have specific areas where we can sit at pretty soon. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You know, so wow. there's a lot going on. Um, and, again, Ms. Files, we're going to continue to, um, to pray for you, whatever. We're not going to let this issue go. We're a type of organization. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start the race at the beginning. And at the finish line, we 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 will finish it. So we they they think that we just got not going anywhere. No, that's not true because any movement or address any major issue, even when our former leaders went through. Can you imagine what they went through back then? If they would have had an attitude, oh, we're just giving up. We wouldn't even be on here doing this conversation, or even when we had the the meeting today. Well, we drinking out the same water fountain with another race. I mean, if they would have had that comment. Of course, God runs all of this. But here on mm-hmm. Earth, um, you know, right. we're sharing the same water fountain now. You know, mm-hmm. you don't see, you know, colored here, there, there, whatever. So we got to continue to have that old school mentality. If not, they're trying to take us back. They, right. And I can tell you, in Addison, Alabama, they're taking them folks back. 
Wow. <laughs> yes, I experienced wow. it. So Dillard's is not going to take us back. So we're going to continue to move move forward, you know. Okay. So, um, uh, again, so how is your, uh, as the head of the house, your husband, um, how is he, because um, we talked briefly, how is he um, being affected? I might ask you that. I, I apologize. How is he being affected on, on this situation? Like, man, this happened to my wife. Exactly. Exactly, and he was very upset, very upset. Anybody that knows my husband, they mm-hmm. know he don't play when it comes to his family at all because we don't bother anybody. Okay. You know, we're just about doing, you know, the will of God and having fun, being positive force within, you know, the community or whatever we can do. So it really disturbed him greatly. It shook him. And he did not mm-hmm. appreciate it at all. <laughs> yeah, I, understand. I do understand. And like I said, he's, you know, the head of the house, house and whatever, he's protecting his family. And uh, when I do talk to him, he supports you on everything. I told him I would not do nothing to um, get out of line or whatever. You know, I know it's a strategy thing. So he has he has uh, confidence as well um, into, the, uh, into the organization. VP, anything you'd like to? Got about two minutes. Anything you'd like to to say um, as far as uh, the importance of of uniting or just getting people registered to vote? Or uh, I I'm just excited that um uh, on next week I'm going to be in in Lima, Ohio uh, to speak at this basketball banquet. But my message to them that you know everybody ain't gonna be no LeBron James. Anybody ain't gonna be no Kobe Bryant. You know you must. Um, keep your education, stay in school, and, and, and listen to your teachers. That's going to be my message, you know, when I go up there. So anything you'd like to say to the to the youth, because my understanding you're going to be, of course, the vice president, now you're kind of taking the roles as the youth director as well. So what is your message to the youth out there, Shana? Well, I, well to the youth, you do have a voice, even as young as elementary school. You have a voice, and you need to learn how to be leaders from early on. Do not follow the crowd. Do not go into a game. You need to be a leader and show uh, a good example to the next generation. We're going to need to continue what we do right now as New Order and as grassroots organization to the next generation. And we're looking for young leaders, strong-minded individuals that can go back and teach the younger groups how to be law-abiding citizens, know to use your voice and not your fist, and to be educated. Your education is very important right now. Right, right, right. Anything you want to add on that, um, Ms. Files? Uh, matter of fact, we got about less than a minute. Anything you want to say to the youth or to your daughter, to stay strong? Anything you want to say to the youth? Just, just piggybacking off of um, the VP, that is very important, you know, to be able to be your own person, and you don't have to be a carbon copy of the next person and be a positive, productive person within society. Society. Um, be aware of your surroundings, of course. You know, who you connect <laughs> That's true. with. That's you know. True. Um, mm-hmm. that, that, is, that is very true because, um, again, we had a town hall meeting here yesterday, uh, tonight, where we took action where was some, a lot of violence was going on a particular street, but then I do kind of keep up with Toledo. There was two shootings, and I don't think nobody even said nothing, but they said on Facebook. Let me be quiet. Uh, but anyway, okay. um, 
Again, you have been listening to Correcting the Systems on Equal Justice. My name is Gerald Rose. Uh, you've been listening live on EOTM Radio. Um, I understand that my co-host, Ms. Carla B., is a little sick under the weather. She's out of L.A. We want to thank you all for listening tonight. Uh, this is a particular show that we put out the real issues, uh, things that you want to know about the organization. You can call and contact New Order at one 800 Three four six five one three eight. I want you to really continue to listen to EOTM Radio uh, online. EOTM Carla B is doing a wonderful job uh, throughout the nation, and uh, I just want to thank her because if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't be on this on this particular line tonight. So God bless you all. Same time in about two weeks. Love you all. Thank you. Night.